Welcome back to the Global Digital Banker. My name is Adele Grissaf and this is RFI Group's Insight Back podcast focused on key trends, thought leadership and best practice within the fast-growing and dynamic world of digital banking. In part two of our Money 2020 Asia special, Chloe James, Group Media Director at RFI Group, caught up with Phil Pomford, General Manager Global E-Commerce for APAC at WorldPay, to discuss their developments within Asia, their recent partnership with Leanne LeannePay, and their key takeouts from the Money 2020 conference in Singapore. Hi, and welcome to the RFI Group. Global Digital Banker podcast. Chloe James here, really delighted to be speaking with Phil Pomford, who is the GM of Asia of WorldPay, an incredible business. After I had some time on the stage at Money 2020 with their chairman, Ron Khalifa. Phil, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, really great to speak to you. And as I said, it's it's such an, an amazing story. I thought it would be great just to start off with a little bit about that story. And then particularly given your role, the developments across Asia. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, no, WellPay, we've actually been in Asia since the year 2000. We operate across three offices here with around about 100 people. Um, and look, we service a number of different large e-commerce customers across the, across the region. So whether that's airline, digital content, retail, and we do that through a number of different credit card licenses and also offering alternative payments and obviously working with a number of different partners across the region as well. Fantastic. I mean, such a broad scope that you're looking at there. At Money 2020 in Singapore, what have been your major takeouts or or experiences? What have people been talking about? It's been incredibly exciting. I mean, it's our first time in Asia and there's a real buzz around, obviously, the fintech space. And I think what's been most interesting is just the sheer changing of landscapes, the changing of regulations. And I think if you think about some of the, um, the, the e-wallets, for example, out of China, I think we're really starting to see some real interesting stories about them and their development. So it's been a really exciting couple of days for us. Fantastic. I know there's so much going on and, and it's, it's really exciting here with just the number of providers, the fintechs, some great kind of conversations in digital identity, cross-border payments, a, a whole array of things. Something I saw on your website, which I thought was I mean, astounding and congratulations was the stat that that show a 328% year-on-year rise in in-store mobile spending and with almost a third of consumers now taking advantage of their phone's payment capabilities. I just wondered on your view and WorldPay's view on how you see the payments landscape continuing to evolve given that as just an absolutely massive statistic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head, the evolution and what we're calling the fragmentation of payments, specifically in this region as well. If you look across Asia, there's such a a wide variety of local payment products and payment choices. Um, You know, we touched on the e-wallets in China. I mean, that's, you know, the the growth of WeChat Pay and Alipay. And the fact that these, these are no longer just payment wallets. They are absolutely lifestyle wallets where people spend a huge amount of time. And, you know, we've done some research over the last couple of years in our global payment report. And, and really what, what we're seeing and what we're forecasting for the next few years is around the continued fragmentation, the growth of alternative payments. And, and we'll start to see the decline in credit cards because as e-wallets grow, we're also seeing bank transfers and uh, real-time payments starting to grow. So we do think that there'll be a decline overall in some of the card markets. I love that you've brought up that 
wallet and people staying within an app. And there's been so much talk at Money 2020 about that, that, you know, WeChat, I mean, great example, and, and Alipay of, of keeping your consumer within the wallet where they can do everything. And we see the amazing statistics around how much time people, particularly millennials, but actually across the board are spending within a particular app. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's for, from, you know, if you spend any time in China, we have an office up there and I spend it with colleagues and they no longer carry their wallet with them. They only carry their phone mm-hmm. and, you know, they will book taxis, they will book restaurants, they'll split the bill between them. Um, and so it, it's that whole lifestyle and the ability to, to spend time in there. And I think the statistic was something around 30 minutes per day that people are spending on average inside their WeChat wallet. So it really is becoming sort of the, the go-to place in, for, as soon as people wake up in the morning. Yeah, it's totally probably becomes second nature and they just it's just very kind of intuitive, Just you just get in there. Um, I've obviously just spoken to, to Ron on stage, which was my pleasure, and I know that you were there as well, about some pretty exciting partnerships that you've got going on at the moment. Just wondering if you could reveal a little bit more on those for for the benefit of the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've taken the opportunity at Money 2020 to launch the first partnership by an international acquirer with with a local partner in China. And the partner is Lian Lian Pei. They're one of the leaders in mobile payments. And our partnership with them is, is, is a strategic one. And what it allows us to do or allows our customers to do is to settle local currency in China. So at the moment, we offered 18 different settlement currencies. This adds an additional one. And so if you are an operation in China where you have you know, bills to pay and staff to pay, we can now take some of those funds and settle you back in the country. So it's ideal for international businesses who are looking to grow in China, but also some of our local Chinese customers who are selling internationally as well. Wow, absolutely fantastic. And congratulations. And we all know the numbers in China. That is going to be an absolute knock out of the park for you guys, I suspect. Just to finish up, Phil, we always love to speak to our guests around who they look for when it comes to innovation and digital and I guess anyone that you follow as as a as a global organization. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean we work you know, we are a global organization as you say. We we work with a number of different sort of startups and, and you know the whole fintech space in different regions. And we work very closely with them in Singapore as well. But in the UK, we actually work with a, with a company there which came out of the Cambridge University called Feature Space. And these guys are sort of, you know, machine learning fraud and risk technology company. And they're really sort of setting the pace in terms of sort of future, the combat of fraud. And so we've actually, we work with them and we've actually now made an investment in that business as well. So, you know, we're hoping this, that what this tool will be able to do is really help our customers in the future once we integrate the two products together. Fantastic. Well, listen, thank you so much. Phil Pomford there, GM of Asia for WellPay. Really appreciate talking to you, Phil. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much, Chloe. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. To keep up to date with this podcast, head to our Twitter at GDB Podcast, Instagram, Global Digital Banker, or on Facebook under Global Digital Banker Podcast. If you're interested in being a part of the show or would like to let us know what you think of this episode, email us at gdbpodcast at rfigroup.com. 